The, the Matt Mosley Show. We've been talking about the Masters. It got me in a golf mood. And uh, Jay Goble, Baylor women's uh, golf coach, joining us now. Uh, Jay, did you have any time to um, watch the, the Masters? You had match play going on, and, man, you, were, you had your hands full. Were you, were you at least taking a peek at what was going on at uh, Augusta National? Yeah, thanks for having me on, Matt. Yeah, I was uh, watching it on my phone every once in a while, but, uh, <laughs> man, we played a lot of golf last week. We um, we were there, you know, we got there on Wednesday night, played a, a practice round on Thursday, and then 36 a day on Friday, Saturday, and 18 on Sunday morning before we head back. So it was uh, a lot of golf going on, but we did get to catch the, the last nine holes uh, in the airport on the way back. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I mean that's a place, Augusta National. By the by, the way, wouldn't that be that'd be very cool if one of your players got to play in that? There are more places for women to play in that. And I was trying to remember, have you had anyone who's had the chance to play that that tournament they're playing now? Um, the amateur, it's you know they just kind of yeah. started that in recent years. Is is there anybody that you have that uh, may be? kind of thinking about that and might have an opportunity to do something like that yeah the augusta national women's am i think it's uh maybe in its fourth year something like that um girling core who played for me she uh she played there in I believe 2021 okay um so we, we have had girling play in it i think that uh yeah, we're, I mean, I definitely have a lot of players on my team whose whose dream is to get in that event and play in that at some point. And uh, I feel pretty confident that uh, Rosie Belsham is going to have a good chance next year. Uh, I also think that Celia Oma and uh, Sarah Hasegawa are probably going to have a chance as well. Well, I've been watching Sarah's scores. I mean, this is pretty phenomenal. Uh, she was a transfer uh transfer portal and uh jay my compliments to you I mean, this is identified <laughs> and brought somebody in that has just been outstanding and again this is a deep team with a lot of talent but sarah even in these match play almost invincible and even though i i think one of those days maybe that final day she didn't go for you uh ends up what six and one and and she's really i mean she's just been outstanding uh, this spring and and what she's brought to the program. I mean, it's I mean you've had some great impacts from players, but but for someone to transfer in and make this kind of impact, that's uh that that's that's somewhat rare, I would think. Yeah, she's a special player, man. I, I've seen some stuff from her this year that uh, you know I haven't really seen too much of in the past. She, um, I think uh, her round on Saturday afternoon, she closed out her player from Kansas, and her uh, her playing opponent was seven under par through 16, and she closed her out. So she was nine under par through 16. So I, I've i seen some stuff again from Sarah this year that, that uh, she's an amazing golfer. She's a really awesome person, and, um, I mean, I, I just feel – Super lucky that she uh, decided to transfer here, and and again, I think it's it's just been a perfect fit to have her here. She's a great teammate, great person, and man, can she play golf? It is she is just, you know, I, I joke with her, man. She's like a little machine, though. She just hits greens and 
fairways and uh, makes golf look really, really easy. How did how did you first become aware of her? I'm sure you look at scores, you look at different levels of golf. Um, she was what we'd call maybe from like a mid-major type place. Uh, you know, how did she how did she first come on your radar from a recruiting standpoint? And then I guess she at some point she opened her recruiting up and said, "Hey, I want to go somewhere." How did that all work out? Um, uh, you know, bringing her to Waco. Well, I, I think the the transfer portal is working for for women's golf the same way it's working for other sports. I mean, it's it's uh you know somebody uh, like Sarah who who again was at a nice place and a, and a good golf school, but you know had aspirations of maybe being on a better team or playing for some bigger tournaments and bigger bigger goals that she had. She just decided after her freshman year to get on the portal. And, um, and, and, you know, I think that's just kind of the world we live in now is, is I, uh, occasionally scroll through there and, and see if there's anybody that piques my interest. And when I saw that she was in there, um, you know, very quickly, you could tell that the scores were there to, to be a really great player. Um, she was, I believe she was conference player of the year last year in her, in her conference. So, I mean, it was very obvious that she could play golf. Um, from there, I just, I just wrote her an email and, um, she seemed just as interested as we were. And, um, you know, again, had her on a visit, I think two weeks later and maybe three weeks later, she was committed to to transfer to Baylor. So, um, you know, I, I think that it's kind of the new world we live in is that's the way it goes. But, um, again, I think she couldn't be a better fit for us and our team and, um, you know, it's all working out really well right now. Jay Goble joining us on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, Baylor women's golf coach. And, boy, y'all are no, no stranger to being ranked. But this is a – I mean, each year is kind of special. Gerline was a great leader for you. But you've got some depth. Uh, Britta, I mean, Sarah's obviously coming on strong. Celia, you mentioned. Rosie, I mean, it, this has to rank up there. I mean, you may have had better teams but boy, I mean, everybody. There's. It's hard to me. It would be hard almost to do like a one through five, um, because everybody's sort of capable of going off for you. Is that the way you feel? And I'm I'm curious. This match play. How does that? I mean, for the Big Twelve championships coming up. Uh, that's April 21st to 23rd at, at DAC. How how helpful is that? Is that a is that a really good tool? For, for getting your your players where they need to be and get kind of getting locked in. Well, I I agree with you when it comes to our lineup. I mean, I think that uh, I I definitely have never had a team this deep. I mean, we've had multiple winners this year, different winners on the team. Um, I think uh, about anybody on my team currently could go out and shoot a really good score in a golf tournament right now, which which uh is is a great feeling to have i mean again i i think uh when i got into coaching 15 years ago it was it was if you had a player that had a scoring average 74 and a half they were could be an all-american and i have uh i have six players on my team right now with like 72 and a half scoring averages in tournaments so i think the the depth in golf in general has gotten way better but surely this team is is the most talented that I've ever coached. And I've had some really good teams in the past. Um, 
the whole thinking behind the Big 12 match play was to get our players match play experience in the desert because at the end of the day, uh, you know, we want to go compete at Greyhawk uh, at the end of May and compete for that national championship. And, you know, I, I feel very confident about our ability to play well in, in stroke play. Uh, match play is a little bit of a different animal when it comes to, um, again, just playing the one in front of you. So it was just to get reps in. I mean, it, it really, like, it was a great idea, and the men do it over on their side. But I think that uh, at the end of the day, it was getting our players experience, getting our players reps, playing match play in the desert um, right before the national championship. So that was that was kind of the the, uh, mm-hmm. the thinking and putting that tournament together for this year. Yeah, I mean, match play is so interesting. At Dell event, I was watching that just a few weeks ago in Austin, and it brings out different things in different players. Um, and you don't exactly know if they love match play or going to be great at it till you get them out there. And as you said, I mean, for one player to have whatever, what was it, seven birdies you said, or uh, and, then, yeah. and then your player put her away on 16, I mean, that's kind of, uh, it, it really is incredible, and it sort of takes a certain kind of player to enjoy it. Which of your players do you think loves it the most? Is there one player that, that you have on the roster that just seems to almost live for that environment? And, and in fact, you might have found out just in these last few days who that is. <laughs> well, Sarah and Celia are definitely very good at it. I think mm-hmm. that um... – as a general statement, I would say most of the European kids are, are very uh, – they're a little more adept at match play. Like, they play a lot more match play tournaments. So they seem to, they seem to thrive and enjoy that a lot more than, than uh, some. But um, I would say that all of my players really uh, – I feel confident with them out there. I mean, we, we won the most holes this week. I, I know we didn't win the tournament, but, um, you know, when it came to – actually winning holes there was no team in the tournament last week that won more holes than us so um you know i think that they're all really good at it and you know the thing that probably makes sarah hasagawa better at it is that she she just plays her own game and it's pretty frustrating as an opponent to see somebody never miss a fairway and never miss a green um you you kind of know that you you're going to have to make birdies to beat her And uh, I think that that's where she becomes so successful uh, in that format is just the fact that she doesn't really make mistakes. So if you're playing somebody that doesn't make mistakes, that means you better you better play your best game and then some. Something I can't relate to what you just said doesn't miss a fairway, doesn't miss a green. <laughs> I can't really That's... relate to it either, to be honest with you. <laughs> now you said earlier you kind of said she's a little machine. I think I noticed she was listed at 52 does she still can she i mean can she hit it pretty far does she keep up cuz you got some players of course in college golf and on your even your team that are quite a bit taller than that um does that does that i mean is she still i guess plenty long enough off the tee yeah no she is uh i i would say that she's above average lengthwise i mean she hits her driver about 235 to 40 yards in the air and then uh probably rolls another 20 or 30 yards most of the time um yeah she's she's plenty long enough for women's golf in fact she she's kind of sneaky long she hits a very 
kind of low penetrating ball flight that on the right golf course, like in Arizona, I mean, it, it rolls another 40 yards sometimes. So, uh, yeah, she can hit it out there 260 or 70. Um, not, not bad at all. My goodness. Okay. This DAC, um, well, I've played it a lot over the years. I haven't been on there. Of course, they've renovated that at times. And, and what do you, what do you think of that, uh, that course and that format? And how do you think that's going to, uh, be for, for your players? I, I would imagine you've had some people on that in the past and, uh, but that's uh, it's kind of exciting, especially in the backyard where Baylor people can show up. Baylor has a huge contingent in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. What do you think of that uh, that course, and, and what will you all kind of do to, to make sure you're, you're ready for it? Will you get up there a little early or maybe even uh, go up there um, for uh, additional practice rounds? What are you, what's the plan? Yeah, now Dallas Athletic Club, I think uh, one of the really cool things about it is it, it feels a lot like our home golf course here in, in Waco, Ridgewood Country Club. Um, for the for the longest time, you know, Ridgewood was, you know, oak trees and bent grass greens, and, and that's exactly what uh, DAC Blue Course looks like. I, I feel, uh, you know, I, I feel very much at home when we go there. Uh, we we played there a lot over the years, and I think my players have have also, you know, kind of get the same feeling that I do that it's it's a little bit of a home cooking kind of place for us. Um, you know, strangely enough, the superintendent from Ridgewood Country Club, Travis Moore, is now the superintendent at Dallas Athletic Club. So, um, you know, we know him, and we know the way he sets up a golf course, and. I think that uh, all of those things combined makes us feel really good about it. I, um, you know, again, going back to, to our players and how they played this year, I mean, our, our scoring average for the year is really good. And I think that, um, you know, uh, we played a match play event last week, but if you look at the scores we've been shooting this year, they've been, they've been low. And uh, I'm, I feel confident that we're going to go out there and, and play another great stroke play event. Um, the, the plan is to try to get out there early on Wednesday uh, next week to do some practicing. I think we might go try to play the other golf course at Dallas Athletic Club uh, this Wednesday, the gold course. So we're going to go up there and try to play on Wednesday and then and then get out there a week from Wednesday a little earlier to uh, to work on our short games and Again, just get a feel for the the way the greens are playing, the way the the grass feels, and just get ready to have a great event. Is that Superintendent Travis allowed to wear a Baylor pullover? <laughs> you know, I think he's an Aggie, but uh, we still like him anyway. But um, you know, <laughs> he's been great, and he's like I said, a good friend and good friend of the program. So um, it'll be nice to go up there and see him as well. All right, well, uh, Jay, we're excited for you. It's a great team, and I love hearing you talk like that because you've played for national titles, and to to, uh, to hear you say this might be your most talented team you've had uh, gets me kind of fired up. So uh, I will, uh, I you know, if you see some guy with with sunglasses on, you know, uh, of course I'll stay I'll stay where I need to stay uh, out there moving around the course, but I I plan on being out there for some of that. So. Uh, very exciting stuff there, there at DAC, and appreciate you being on with us, and congratulations on uh, all y'all's success this season. 
Thank you so much, Matt. And uh, yeah, I would love to see some people out there uh, supporting us here in the next couple of weeks. You know what brings the media out? As long as there's like some kind of buffet involved, uh, generally pretty easy to, to <laughs> yeah. get us out there. But, I don't know uh, about that. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. No, it'll be great golf. Uh, and uh, so look forward to it. Thank you, Jay. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Take care. Jay Goble, the uh, Baylor women's uh, golf coach, and he's really emerged as one of the better coaches in the country. And that group we were just talking about with uh, Celia and uh, Sarah uh, Hasegawa, I mean, this is a someone who transferred in and has kind of taken the conference by storm and has emerged as maybe the best player on the Baylor team, and that's saying something because they honestly have about five or six folks who are a candidate to be the best player. And that is crazy. Six players with a 72-and-a-half scoring average. And you used to say, boy, you know, some of your best players, like all conference-type players, would be averaging like 74 in stroke average, in scoring average. So that's a pretty amazing thing that they have six different players that are doing that in competitive rounds. One thing to go out there and shoot 60, 71 or 72 in a practice round or something like that. But they're doing it in competition. And, uh, man, that's exciting uh, to, to think about. And then, of course, uh, some of these players that are going to be playing in some of these events, like at the Masters, that they now have for women.